Hello and welcome back to the oh, How I Ripped Off Buffy Lord. the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and as always I am mm. joined by MC. That would be me. I dropped the mister this year. Oh, this I didn't season, notice. This year, Did you do this it before? time. Maybe, who knows. <laughs> but we're back. It is season three, uh. episode one. Oh, how are we feeling about the podcast being back? Fucking excited. So excited. <laughs> And you know what? For a large part, this is um, very humiliating for me because mm. it exposes what a racist, mm. sexist, homophobic, terrible 14 year old I was. And a 31 yep. year old you are. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the ages of my best friend. <laughs> and yet you got it wrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm 32. Yep, I am. Oh, okay. yeah, I knew that. Well, that's the end of the podcast. I didn't want to see this man again. Um, but no, we're back. And I was going to say that despite all of the awfulness that I have to endure, I'm Wait, excited and I'm looking forward to this. How old am I? I've literally forgotten. Am Are I you 30? okay? Am I 33? You're 34. I thought I was 33. That's right. Okay, yeah. Cool. Do we need to Just stop having and have a, a stroke chat? <laughs> to celebrate the beginning? I'm so excited. At the beginning of season three, I'm literally having a stroke and forgetting my age. And possibly my name as well. That is the sweetest Clarence, thing. right? <laughs> but we are back. And MC, what happened last season? Clearly, I can't remember. <laughs> that was a terrible... I shouldn't have asked you that. Um, well, so, a lot happened. A lot happened. Chip went evil. That he was, did. That was a subtle thing that happened last year. He was mentioned once or twice. Once or twice. But um, now he's dead. Yeah. And definitely won't be back. Heroically died... Yeah. Sacrificing himself. I don't have much acting to do in this season. All yeah. my characters are dead. <laughs> there's no there's no Chip. There's no Scott. No Scoot, sorry. Yeah. I mean, if Louise dies in the first episode, I am really screwed. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chip went evil. He mm-hmm. tried to end the world, maybe, because he was sad. Yeah, it wasn't... Well, it was sort of mentioned, but it was some stupid fucking reasons really yeah teenage emo reasons yeah um he raised a demon called the one he which was indeed. impossible to kill apart from all the ways that were secretly there to kill him yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and in the end chip being the real hero that yeah. he is sacrificed himself to kill the one yeah and save the world what a hero that completely wipes out all the <laughs> horrific things that he did he did some really bad things some really fucked up really shit. really bad things um, and MC was uh, kind of reluctant to kill Chip off a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, he was, he was. And was actually quite devastated when his friend died yeah. at the end. Yeah. Um, sacrificing himself heroically. You're going to mention that now. When Chip inevitably reappears. No, don't gonna spoil be anything. Every time, every time. <laughs> and he also, MC had a little uh, tete-a-tete with the... Uh, the elders of the Ku Klux. He did indeed. Yeah, thanks to Shinno Khan totally broing out and he, helping him. He was a real bro, a true bro. A true bro. So I, I'll be interested to see what happens with him mm. come this season. And with all the characters, because Tifa, Louise, Jay, they're all still knocking around. They're indeed. How are they going to be dealing with the fallout of Chip's heroic uh, uh, sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> Let's do it, MC. Let's get into it. This is going to be season three, episode one, part one. This is called... Lost Minds! And I don't know why, but I felt like I had to say the title of the episode that way. Fair enough. <laughs> Lost Minds, part one. Previously on Tomorrow Gason. But Chip wasn't listening. He turned his back to the one, and MC, still with the sword held high. Chip! MC tried again. Then the one realised. No! It cried. It was too late. 
Chip rammed the sharp-tipped sword into his own stomach, causing his intestines to be skewered and his spleen to burst <laughs> out, to burst all in one go. Not his spleen. <laughs> he fell to his knees, as did the one. Chip! MC yelled. The one suddenly burst into a huge blue blob of light. It got bigger and bigger until it suddenly exploded. MC hit the deck for cover. When it all seemed over, he crawled over to the limp and dead body of Chip. MC cradled the head of his former friend and wept. Death, destruction and pain shall we ever bring to the human race. Our time starts now. Our destiny is here. And our existence will be known to all. You sounded a bit like the announcer guy from Blind Date. <laughs> that is, that's what I was going for, clearly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and contestant number three is a demon. <laughs> the park was empty at this time of the night. No one dared walk down its dark paths. None of the streetlights worked, and it was notorious for its muggings, murders, and rapes. All of so the we're back. Crimes. Yeah, <laughs> all of the known <laughs> crimes. <Yeah. laughs> this is not a good. I mean, this is. A, I'm assuming we're back in Tokyo for this. We don't really know what's oh, happening yeah, at this point. point. But um, yeah, this isn't. This is an interesting start to the season. Yeah. But mostly, it was from the demons that lived there. Oh, I see. So all the crime that happened is from the demons that lived in this park. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's all the crimes plus demons. That's true, actually. We can't blame it all on demons. That's racist. (laughs) But mostly, it was from the demons that lived there. This particular breed, known as Hagglers, were a nasty bunch. Ooh, no, mate. (laughs) Five, then. You're joking. I do three quid, at most. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was going to murder you, but I guess I could take it down to just a mugging and a rape. Yeah, cool, so we're starting the season with a new breed of demon, mm, the Hagglers. probably appear once, get killed immediately, <laughs> and never be mentioned again. This particular breed, known as Hagglers, were a nasty bunch. Billions of years ago, their kind walked the earth proudly. But then, evolution took a step forward, and the Haggler numbers were dwindled by the arrival of the dinosaurs. <gasps> I want demons versus dinosaurs. <laughs> Somebody make that film immediately. Oh, that would be such a good spin-off series. I know, right? Demons versus dinosaurs. Hagglers, like, trying to, like, get a better deal with all these dinosaurs. And the T-Rex, <laughs> like, nah, come on, mate. It's, uh, it's worth at least three rocks. Come on. <laughs> the leader of the Hagglers at the time declared a war. And after centuries of work, they successfully rid the planet of the dinosaurs. <laughs> it wasn't a meteor. <laughs> it was the damn Hagler demons. Well, you say that. Hang on. Migler, the leader at the time, devised a spell that brought forth a huge meteor to wow. the earth. The Hagglers hid underground and waited for the remaining dinosaurs to die out. So completely retconned the history of the human race and of this planet no right there. Deal, yeah. yeah, no, that's what I'm doing. That's how we start this season. With a bang, literally. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. With a literal bang. <laughs> so the Hagglers clearly won their war against the dinosaurs. <laughs> what did the dinosaurs do? I guess they ate the Hagglers? Or? I like to think the dinosaurs didn't even notice. They just accidentally stepped on them sometimes. <laughs> They're like really tiny. Yeah, <laughs> and the, every time the Hagglers like, Oh, get you, dinosaurs! The dinosaurs just... <laughs> This is a sequel to Jurassic Park that I want. (laughs) They they invade the parks. They're like, you're not bringing them back on our watch. (laughs) But there were two things Migler had failed to consider. One, the devastation caused by the meteor meant that getting out of the underground layer proved more than difficult. And two, 
evolution once again having the last word. <laughs> again, in my head, I, I imagine their underground lair is like a little badger set or something. <laughs> like they, they just kick some rabbits out of their home, took it over. And now it's time for the rabbits for revenge in <laughs> rabbits versus hagglers versus dinosaurs. Out of the ashes of the dinosaurs came a new race. Man. So it worked. <laughs> yeah. The, the evolutionary cycle, dinosaurs, ashes, man. Uh, so every man has a bit of dinosaur in them because it's literally from the bones and Add ash. some ash, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the hagglers remained underground for the rest of time, waiting for the perfect moment to strike again. Tonight was that night. How? What, what is it particularly about 1997 in Tokyo that's like, <laughs> yep, tonight's the night. Um, uh, no, you're the one that normally gets me out of these plot holes and stuff. True, so. I mean, okay, the um, the equinox, the, the, the planets are aligned so that the Hagler magic is particularly strong that Ooh, night. I like that. And also there was a, a dinosaur exhibit where all the dinosaur bones kind of crumbled, though there was an accident. So they're not worried about... They've got like this instinctive fear of dinosaurs. So... Well done, my friend. That was expertly done. You haven't missed a beat. <laughs> Once again, their numbers had been severely decreased and all that remained were seven Hagler demons and their new leader, Mitchin. Great demon name. I love these names. <laughs> All the Hagler, oh, all the Hagler leaders were born with M at the start of their name. It's an easy way to <laughs> to decide, like an Mocracy. <laughs> Who's going to be the leader? Is it going to be Mark or Nick? Well, <laughs> I think we know about this one, don't we? <laughs> Mitchin stood on a hill, looking down at the remaining Hagler demons, and continued to speak. Okay, so Mitchin is the voice we heard at the start of the right. episode. Okay, but. Uh, the numbers have been severely decreased. Yeah, I guess we're going to find out why in a sec. Maybe that's why they came out then. They were desperate. Like, There's only seven of us left. We should probably crack on with this. I don't feel they're going to do well. Maybe it's a comedy bit. It's going to be Let's a comedy find bit. Out. Are they evil? Has it been said that they're evil? Or just that they kind of had a war with dinosaurs? Well, I mean, they killed all the dinosaurs. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's genocide. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as we know, kids, genocide, pretty bad. How's it compared to mugging? <laughs> yeah, about the same. Yeah. For years and years we have waited. We have watched the human race grow, and only now, with the world in its weakened state, can we find victory. Something big is coming, and I believe we are it. Oh, I just realised this might be post the one. That's why it's the perfect time to strike. Yeah, yeah, of course, because he Mm, rampaged through Tokyo. Did indeed. Yeah. At length. The other hagglers roared with anticipation, all seven of them. (laughs) Wee. Let us go forth and... Mitchin was interrupted. Excuse me. I'm looking for car. <laughs> it was a human being. He seemed a little drunk. Good drunk acting. Thank well you. Well done. <laughs> he walked amongst the hagglers, looking at their demon faces. Have you see my car? The drunken man asked one. Bring him to me. Mitchin demanded. One of the hagglers grabbed the man's arms and carried him to his leader. Mitchin brought his face close to the man's and addressed his clan. My people, these are what we are fighting against. Mitchin and the other demons laughed. (laughs) 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 Breath, man. This man was increasingly annoying Mitchin. You shall be the first. 
the haggler demon grabbed the drunk's head. He tried to twist it, but the man grabbed Mitchin's hand. He was strong. Almost like he's not a drunk guy. <laughs> MC quickly <gasps> swung the dagger he had in his back pocket into the demon's neck. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and do you know what's great about this as well? It's you like, ripped it directly off Buffy? From Angel. Ah. <laughs> this is the introduction to Angel in episode one of Angel, uh, where he attacks some vampires, pretends he's drunk, but no, he's really Angel, the super hot vampire. Wow, that came out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally no one is surprised. <laughs> it's MC. The super hot vampire killer. <laughs> MC quickly swung the dagger he had in his back pocket into the demon's neck. Looks like I just lost my haggler killing virginity. He said. Has he been picking up uh, quips from Chip? By any chance? Yeah. He's continuing the legacy of shit. Calling the lemon. Yeah, yeah. one light. <laughs> the other demons snarled. They weren't best pleased that their leader had been killed, I guess. Yeah, uh, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. MC lost the drunken stranger act and leapt into ninja mode. <gasps> ninja mode, another ninja back. thing. <laughs> also, MC, his name begins with M. Does that make him now the leader of oh, the Hagler demons? Yeah. Do you think they do it alphabetically as well? So if, because Mitchin is MI, mm. but if there was a mark, MA, he would be oh, first in line. Oh, I see. Yeah. So if there's a mark. Yeah. Mopey. Yeah. Uh, I can't, why can't I think of names with M? Anyway, that would be next in line. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Because MC would have been before. Yeah, true, uh, true, true. The other demons snarled. They weren't best pleased. MC lost the drunken stranger act and leapt into ninja mode. He flipped off the hill and landed behind one of the demons, dropping the other dagger he had in the haggler's head. Two down. MC counted. Five left. <laughs> Thanks, MC, for that update. <laughs> Two arrows came flying out of nowhere and killed two more hagglers. Make that three. MC corrected himself. Jay and Louise reloaded their crossbows from a distance. Yay. But they didn't need to. By the time they both had another arrow ready, MC was already standing in a field of dead demons. Well, seven of them. It's not... I don't know if does that count as a field of demons or... A meadow? A, <laughs> a paddock? A lawn? <laughs> I don't know. They see a bit of TV and they suddenly think they can take over the world. Louise and Jay joined MC. What about the spell? Jay asked. I got a literal hit of nostalgia from doing Jay's voice there. <laughs> Are you really excited when Jay and Louise turned up? I know. Yeah, they're gang. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've used the meteor one before. You'd think they'd try something a little original. No, I meant, has it been stopped? Oh, MC said, slightly embarrassed. Yes, it will be. Good. So, can we go home now? I'm cold, Louise said. You guys go on. I'm going to go check in with Tifa first. MC threw the car keys to Jay and walked off. Guess I'm driving, Jay said. I'll get the bus, Louise replied. (laughs) 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 Oh, good, we're back to putting Jay down. Good, yeah, that's another thing I missed. They both went their separate ways, not bothering to say goodbye to one another. See, Jane Louise. Oh, I think uh, this is saying that Jane Louise still aren't going on too yeah. well. They fell out, didn't they, towards they the end did, of last season? They did. And that's continuing on. Mm. Interesting. Plot, plots, 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 plots everywhere. <laughs> Things had steadily been getting worse between Louise and Jay, so much so that they hardly spoke anymore. In fact, the whole group had been a little uneasy ever since Chip had died three months ago, heroically sacrificing himself. <laughs> I just put that bit in in myself. Glad he's dead. <laughs> Everyone acted like they didn't care, but secretly, MCJ and Louise wished they had parted on better terms. <laughs> That's <laughs> like him not being a fucking murdering psychopath. 
<laughs> like he, he hadn't tried to kill them numerous times yeah, and yeah. uh so, well well maybe he didn't mean it you know <laughs> like he sacrificed himself heroically mc okay everything's <laughs> Every, fine everything he ever did in the past is completely wiped out <laughs> MC arrived outside the Tokyo police station just in time to see three squad cars come screaming out of the garages. He wondered if there was anything he could do to help, but being a vigilante didn't go down too well with the law. I feel like he's, he's I mean, he's kind of worked with the police before, but I guess that's more with Tifa. Tifa. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's different. He watched the police cars turn a corner and accidentally bumped into a man coming out of the station. Sorry. MC said, looking at the man. I'm a clumsy idiot. The man just smiled. That's okay. Freddy, an officer said as he came running out of the precinct doors. Wait up a sec. Freddy, the man MC had bumped into, stopped and waited. Now remember, Freddy, the policeman said as he caught up with him. Try and stay out of trouble this time. Again, Freddy smiled politely and walked off. I reckon MC just got his fucking wallet next. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Because that was going to have to be the plot the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Freddy smiled politely and walked off. The officer turned and went to go back inside when MC stopped him. Uh, excuse me, do you know if Tifa Lockhart is at her desk? The officer looked MC up and down. What do you want with Detective Lockhart? Uh, I needed to draw a line then, that was weird. <laughs> you're saying that you're her boyfriend? <laughs> Chip has returned. How dare you? <laughs> the biggest crime of all is stealing Tifa Lockhart away. <laughs> I would never. Uh, I'm her boyfriend. Oh, I see. The officer said, extending his hand. I'm Chief Inspector Hiraito, her boss. <laughs> I regret my choice of voice now. I feel no. like maybe this isn't the voice of a sort of grizzled, <clears throat> corrupt police chief. Hey, you don't know he's corrupt. I mean, I know there was we, a lot We know he's a dick. Do we? Yeah. Why? Because Tufa's talked about him before, said he's oh, a sleaze. Oh, yeah. My God, you remember the back, the law more than I do? I do. I, I, yeah. I created the wiki. Interesting. So we need a wiki at some point. This is the first time we've met Chief Inspector Hirato. Then, yeah, Tifa said he's a bit sleazy. I think. Oh, f- yeah, you really picked the wrong voice for that. Yeah, too late now. <laughs> we can't go back and edit this at all. Right, darling, why don't you go hit the showers with me, eh? <laughs> Your uniform's looking very tight. Oh, please don't, because that... that's going to happen. <laughs> is that trunching in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see me? MC shook his hand. He had heard Tifa talk about her boss before in the past, but this was the first time he had met him in person. Is he giving it all like defensive and boyfriendy? Oh, maybe. Tifa is at a desk. Go on in. <laughs> Thank you. MC said. That was all very pleasant. Mm. Yes, too mm. pleasant. He opened the doors to the station, but before he could locate Tifa, the chatty chief inspector called him back. Mm. It's good to finally meet you. He said. MC was beginning to get a little weirded out by all this friendliness. He is English. <laughs> but he guessed it was better than having some asshole. You too. MC quickly dashed through the doors in case DC Hirato wanted to chat any more. Is it DC? Is that the right terminology? Because he's or... a chief inspector, so would he be a CI? I mean, are we just using English or American or whatever cop show we saw that we've <laughs> absorbed all this from? Look, he's a cop. That's all you need to know, okay? He's Tifa's boss. We'll just call him a DB. Boss cop. <laughs> One left turn later, and MC saw Tifa sitting at her desk. She looked cranky. <laughs> She's a woman, isn't she? <laughs> she looked cranky, which was probably due to the amount of paperwork piled up on her desk. Because he can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling people. I don't know what these squiggles mean. <laughs> hey, good looking. 
MC said as he perched on a desk. Busy? Well, if you mean, am I out helping Tokyo become a safer place by arresting criminals, then no. But if you meant, have I got shitloads of paperwork to do, then yes, I am immensely busy. Well, she is cranky. Mm. Also, Miss Tifa voice, glad that's back. MC was sort of sorry he asked, Mm. but Tifa quickly relented. I'm sorry. She said, It's been a long day. Also, I'm on my period and other girl (laughs) stuff. You been doing this all day? Tifa nodded whilst placing her hand over her forehead. Why didn't you have a word with your chief inspector about getting back into the field? You reckon that prick is going to let me do my job? I don't think so. Oh, she's a proper cop, isn't she? Yeah. (laughs) Always been held down by the brass. Took me off a case. (laughs) He gave me 24 hours to solve it and I... It's been four weeks, but, you know, still... I can't tell the time, I keep telling him. (laughs) All right, 24 hours, is that more than two or less? What's two? MC wondered if they were talking about the same person. Anyway, how did the thing with the demons go? Tifa asked, lowering her voice. Oh, please don't lower her voice any more than that. <laughs> anyway, how did the thing with the demons go? Dandy. No more end of the world. Well, at least for the time being. Yeah, I know what you mean. Ever since you destroyed the one, there's been loads of apocalyptic happenings. Thank you for the exposition, Tifa. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't destroy the one. Oh, sorry. Chip. MC got up by standing back off the desk. <laughs> MC got up by standing back off the desk and announcing he had to go. Will I see you tonight? He asked. Maybe. Depends what time I finish all this. So she's never going to see him again, then, yeah. basically. Okay, well, let me know if there's anything weird in this bunch. MC kissed Tifa on the head and left the building. Oh, uh, yeah, first base. <laughs> Obviously, MC not wanting to discuss Chip or anything like that. Yeah. Otherwise, it makes him get off a desk weirdly. <laughs> the Tokyo air was cold, and MC didn't have a jacket. His mum warned him about that. <laughs> You'll catch your dad. <laughs> he regretted giving his car to Jay and Louise, as he had a bit of a walk. Oh, well. He thought. Us ninjas are trained for long endurance. Yeah. 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 He pondered just how many end-of-the-worlds he and the gang had stopped in the past few months as he waited at the bus stop. (laughs) Dramatic and domestic. (laughs) So it seems like everything with the one and everything that happened there has kicked off a lot of apocalyptic events. And uh... And also in their own personal lives as well. Lots of unresolved stuff going on. There's stuff with Chib, there's stuff between Jay and Louise. And uh, Tifa was a bit cranky and MC was a bit defensive about the whole Chip thing. Something's going on with Tifa as well. And the the weird uh, dissonance between arsehole boss cop and Mm. nice boss cop. (laughs) Do we have to do different voices for each (laughs) incarnation? Yes, you should have a nice voice and a similar the voice. Well done. Thank I you just for suggesting that. go up and that. down in pitch, basically. <laughs> Chocolate muffin, can of LucasAid, and a tank full of petrol. Okay. Uh, the good-looking girl behind the till at the petrol station totaled up everything and asked Freddy for the money. He reached into his pocket and fished out his wallet. It was empty. Not a dime, cent, or penny in sight. Which would have been a lot of use in Japan. <laughs> How much is that? <laughs> A hundred thousand yen? That's like a penny, right? In America? Oops. He said, shrugging his shoulders. Maybe we could just call this one and I owe you. Don't know where his voice has gone. Yorkshire accent. Maybe we Oh no, I've lost it. Okay. Just just carry on. Okay, that's fine. fine. We'll just keep it at that. Freddie smiled and tried to use all his charm. 
Despite having a nice face, good rack, (laughs) and a perfect body. Can you describe a perfect body, good rack, face? Yeah, it was nice. Do you remember when I was excited to do this again? Uh, Oh, it's worn off already. Nice. Here we are. Despite having a nice face, a good rack, and a perfect body, the blonde woman at the counter didn't appear to be very bright. I'm sorry, sir. You have to pay for these items. Okay, how about you let me off and I'll take you out on Friday night? Freddy winked. Take you out for some mushy peas. I <laughs> uh, don't like Freddy. <laughs> also, I don't like me for writing this. The girl looked puzzled at the customer. She was just 17. Uh, and he was at least double that. Uh, he was fat and greasy and didn't appear to have any money. <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> if he was rich, it would have been fine. Oh, can we just not do season three? Is that okay? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. She tried again. Freddy banged the counter in frustration. Look, the girl said. I have a boyfriend and he is a black belt in karate. Sounded like Tails from... <laughs> <laughs> Sonic High School here. Well, t- uh, Tails did have a nice face and a good rack. It's true. It's true. Also, nice little plug for our bonus episodes that mm. we've uploaded the last couple of weeks. Go and check those out if you haven't already. Freddy concentrated hard this time. You are going to let me have these items for free. And she said, what? <laughs> I, I feel like you hypnotised me, but I literally no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> you are going to let me have these items for free. I'm going to let you have these items for free. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> oh my God, Freddy's a Yorkshire Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and throw in a packet of cigarettes because you're so rude. And I'm going to throw in a packet of cigarettes because I was so rude. Freddy threw, spelt incorrectly, everything into a small plastic bag and went to leave. He stopped halfway between the counter and the door, checking to make sure no one else was around. He walked back to the girl. Lift up your top. Oh no. Oh. Well, I guess we've established who the villain of this episode yeah. is going to be. <laughs> yeah. The girl. <laughs> <laughs> she obliged, revealing her breasts to Freddy. He laughed and left the petrol station. So I always react to breasts. (laughs) A few moments later, the station's manager came in from the storeroom. Heather! She snapped. What are you doing? She looked down at her naked body and quickly pulled her top back down. I don't know! She replied, turning red. Sleazy Mm. bad guy, lad. MC stepped off the bus and his feet landed in a deep puddle. Soaking his shoes, socks and the bottom of his trousers. He pulled the collar of his shirt tighter around his neck, trying to push the cold wind out. Have you ever done the thing where you've seen like, someone in films sort of tighten the collar around their coat or whatever when it's cold or raining and it sort of doesn't actually do anything? I think I might have, you know, but I think I might have done it just because I've seen it done in films. Exactly, and then yeah. you do it and you're like, this, this does nothing. Yeah. I've been lied to my whole life. <laughs> films are a lie. Living a lie. <laughs> The rain had started suddenly whilst MC was halfway through his bus journey. Then the wind had picked up, and before long, it was a massive storm. The bus stop was still a mile or so from the mansion, so MC knew he was about to get very wet. Another bus pulled up, and Louise stood right in front of MC. Wait, what fucking bus did she get then if she left before MC while he went to the police station? Ah. But she's only getting back after him. She went to go shopping, because that's what girls do. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't write that. Hello? He said, a little surprised. Hi! She replied. What What are are you doing doing here? here? They both asked in unison. 
The pair giggled. Hee giggling. The pair giggled and Louise let MC speak first. I've just been to see Tifa and now I'm walking home. I thought you were getting left with Jay. No, I had to pop into town to get something. See, she shopping, was shopping. Shopping, yep. Louise looked down at herself, realising that excuses wasn't going to wash seeing as she wasn't actually holding anything. Still not getting on with Jay then? Louise shook her head. Not really, but I'm kind of beat. Can we not talk about it? Well, we've got a fairly long walk ahead of us, so we've got to talk about something. I tell you what, how about I give you a rain-drenched piggyback ride to the mansion? <laughs> okay. Great. Have you ever offered... Oh, to be fair, you've given me lots of piggybacks that's in the past. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that weird. Okay, that's fine. Because we are perfectly normal. Louise smiled and climbed the board. She was now fully able to walk, but her leg muscles were still weak. I'm still drawing that oh, out. That's quite okay, cool. Like, you know, okay. the story of her... And also explains why MC offered rather than just yes, being weird. being weird. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess I'll climb on your back. <laughs> there was no guarantee that she'd ever get the full feeling back, so any long mountain hikes were now out of the question. Ah, oh, so it's permanent, apparently. Or possibly some... Permanent semi-paralysis? Or Yeah, or damage? weakness, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Medical stuff. <laughs> MC had also insisted that she avoided any confrontations with vampires, zombies, or other demons. It's very specific. But what about when she was literally there killing demons at the start of the episode? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, There's putting in little uh, caveats like, except for <laughs> Munkler demons, or whatever the fuck they were called. Hagler demons, Hagler MC. Demons. Hagler's. Yeah. She had nearly been killed on many occasions due to her disability, and he wanted to keep her af- as far away from that as possible. Of course, Louise, being the strong-willed person she was, still went along on world-saving missions. Oh, she's stubborn, that's why she was there. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think there's been so many threats to the world lately? Louise asked as MC carried her through the dark, narrow roads leading to the mansion. I'm not sure. Actually, I haven't got a clue, but I'm hoping to ask Shina Khan when we get home. And that, disappointingly, is where we're going to lift off, <laughs> oh, wow. lift off uh, part on one of Lost Minds. The cliffhanger of the rain-soaked <laughs> yeah. piggyback ride. Well, uh, we're well, back. We're back, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think everyone's d- been waiting several months. <laughs> and that's how we end it. Imagine if we never did another podcast <laughs> and that was the end. Um, well, I think we've kind of established now that... Um, mm. So every episode I wrote back in the day, we split into two parts. Because mm. otherwise the episode would be far too long. Mm. So... I think it's long established that part one of these episodes are always set the boring up. boring one. Yeah, and we've got to catch up with the gang. You it's know, true. It's been a long summer, or however long our off-season was. And we had a, you know, a bit that made you uncomfortable, so that's the important part. <sighs> yep, great, fantastic, glad that was there. Um, but what did we think of this episode, MC? I mean, it's good to be back, it is. Yeah, and yeah. I am curious to see what's going to happen with the chief detective inspector guy. Hmm. Yeah. I want to see what's going on, and what's going on with, like, these threats to the world mm-hmm. um, I, yeah it's definitely a, an episode that's been peppering a lot I think there's a lot of stuff that's going to go through the season so yeah. you know Jane Louise's relationship yeah. Tiff and MC's relationship Tifa's relationship with her boss mm-hmm. good or bad Chip he's dead he, he sacrificed but, himself heroically oh, and isn't coming back. coming back no, no but no, no. like uh, people's perception of Chip and uh, yeah, his closure he's... with him leaving Exa- and dying and all that sort of stuff yeah his effect on the, on the greater exactly. universe exactly um, and also we have uh, possibly an episode villain in Freddy as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. this not Yorkshireman uh, who's obviously a big fat creep yeah um, so hopefully there's going to be something around his powers as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and uh, yeah 
not the most interesting of episodes, but we've only just started. We're just getting back into things. Just warming up, baby. Just warming up. We're going to get there. Oh, we are going to get there. <laughs> yep. Don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> so tune in next week when maybe interesting stuff will happen. Hopefully, because otherwise this podcast isn't going to go very well. <laughs> hey, MC, mm. you know, if you wanted to get in touch and tell us how poor this episode was <laughs> and that we need to do better, uh, there feel are free s- to lie. <laughs> there are several ways you can get in contact with us. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, we're at facebook.com slash how I ripped off podcast. We are also on Twitter at how I ripped off. And if you want to see how better the rest of the podcast has been, you can find our entire back catalogue on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio and iTunes. And if you could leave us a rating or review, not for this episode, but for <laughs> one of the good ones, uh, that would really help us. Doesn't matter what, what what platform, just any old internet presence we have. Bash, I mean, let's uh, just to be modest, let's say four stars. No, I think we should go five. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. We've yeah, earned it. Yeah, go five. Not for this episode, but no, <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> I mean, the others are like six out of five, so it kind of averages out. Would have been five apart from this episode, so 4.8. <laughs> we can live with that. <laughs> But yeah, every sort of good rating or review we get, it really helps the podcast. It means we get seen higher up in the charts and more people can find us, so that would be great. And before we go, MC, mm. I, I teased a little surprise. Rather exciting happenings. <laughs> I want to say a massive, massive thank you to John Cross from the mm. After Movie Diner podcast, who uh, we've been proud sponsors of their show mm-hmm. for a couple of months now. And uh, in exchange, uh, John very kindly wrote us a goddamn song for Hell the podcast. Yes. And theme it, tune theme tune baby we have a theme tune for it that we're going to use now and the, the song as a whole like the, yes. the, the whole song is absolutely amazing and badass and I love it <laughs> and we're going to play it to you right, right god now. damn now <laughs>